Hello, I'm Josh. I play the dead wizard, Zenator Brisbane. We're an independent podcast, so please consider joining us on Patreon, Instagram, and Twitter at CBHPod. Could Have Been Heroes is a role-playing game podcast where six old friends adventure as six total strangers who, after missing their shots at destiny, now get a second chance to make a mess of everything. The Battle of Briar Tower. Throughout the history of the realms below, there have been many terrible conflicts and striking wars. Sky castles wrestling amid the clouds, wars for supremacy upon the seas and between the seas, conflicts between different eras, and even interpretations of different eras. Let's say that the way you remember the 80s and the way the 80s were had quite a conflict a few decades ago. The fun version one, which I suppose is for the best, I do like Stranger Things. All that to say that among the standard fantasy army clashes, there have been odder, more esoteric battles that would stretch the human mind uncomfortably to even perceive, let alone understand. The battle at the Briar Tower was not one of the very strangest of these, but it did make a few lists of the top hundred oddest conflicts of the generation. The fact that it began with a living carnivorous circus swarming in and wrapping itself around the base of the tower had a lot to do with jumping up the weird factor. It seems that the Briar Tower was on Martin's mind, and when Cirque found he could not exist on his own and went running back to the safety of his twin soul, the carnival he had built marched on without him, leaderless and with the tower their only imaginable destination. Whatever you are picturing when you imagine a huge, interconnected, animate carnival sliding through the forest like a gigantic red, white, and black striped Jormungandr, you're not seeing it quite crazy enough. When it reached the tower, the aggressive, mobile briar patch instinctively struck out at it, the two becoming a bloody tangle of performance art, thorns, and calliope music that more than a few bards went mad trying to adequately describe. These unlikely chroniclers of the short, brutal battle came from the Crownlanders, Wicked Fae, and Grimwood natives alike. The Queen of Spite had stationed several of her nastiest battalions around the tower in recent weeks, causing no small amount of tension between the tower ogres, who had been trained to see all visitors as intruders and besiegers. The fact that among these battalions was the Black Iron Fomorian and the Sick Lake Marauders was decidedly even more unhelpful. Still, when the heat and light and shadow of fear hurtled above the wood, heralding the arrival of the dragon, the residents of the tower were glad that such fierce warriors were at their doorstep. The Crownlander's initial charge was swift, brutal, and if not for the wall of flesh that was the Black Iron Fomorian, the tower may indeed have been breached. Dragon fire evaporated thousand-year-old trees and scarred the side of the tower as the dragon cut a path through the forest. Silvered knights charred black with the soot of their trail gleamed dully. The war bride, Queen Bevel, her sword catastroph, reflecting the dragon light like a crimson star, rode down all resistance, making straight for the bridge of no welcome. A mighty spell from the Queen's Wizard cut through ancient enchantments and turned the massive gate to soap, which all the tower's ogres feared. And for a moment it seemed the Queen and the Knights would breach the tower. But a shadow moved and a hill of flesh and black metal swung up from the darkness beneath the bridge. The Queen's blade severed the Black Iron Fomorian's hand at the wrist, but the beast was not slowed, using the exposed bone to skewer half a dozen knights mid-charge. 
The initial charge was broken, but a stream of armored giants, soldiers, and war machines barreled through the gap in the trees, even as the dragon flames spread and consumed the ground south of the tower. As the flames crept higher and higher, the magical emerald heart of the tower began to quench them. Sheets of glowing green rain began to fall, suffocating the hungry fires. But a crack and a thumb preceded a tipping point. A chunk of the briar tower exploded. Emerald green shard burst forth like shattered bone from a wound, signaling the death of the briar tower's mighty enchantments. The skies rang out with vibrations of transportation magics, dozens, hundreds of prisoners escaping on the wings of spellcraft, dozens, hundreds of plunderers, assassins, and vendetta seekers who had awaited a chance to breach the tower, saw their opening and took it. The dragon fire kicked higher on the winds of fate, and if not for the timely arrival of Kel under the waters, atop a new, even more ferocious mount with her lagoon in tow, it is likely the flames may have consumed the tower entirely. Those with keen eyes even saw a manatee fall from the buttresses of the western tower onto a long-time food vendor at the tower's base. This is likely what allowed the whole affair to crack the top 100 lists. Elida, the Snake Mother, was not the only crazed matriarch to fall. After the tower's magical defenses came down, Grandma Nin and the demon Velskaroth made a wild last-ditch effort to control Gwen and Val, but the ladies did not give in. It does seem that dangerous mothers and rebellious daughters is a continuing theme. So, the Queen of Spite is a six-foot-tall, long-haired, like, like straight blonde hair, severe, like, razor-sharp face, very long ears, a very simple, sort of elegant black-and-white dress, with, you know, the white being uh, these sort of phosphorescent crystals that just sort of dangle off of parts of it. And from her hips down, she has strange articulated legs like those of a, like a marionette or a puppet. And she's barefoot, but her feet seem to be carved out of wood. And there are strange like rune, runic forms like carved into the wood that, of her legs. Her fingers are like longer than they ought to be. And she has like a strange kind of insectile nature to her. But m- at a distance, you just see like a beautiful thin woman. But um, up close, there's something just a little bit sharp and feral about everything. Uh, about everything about her. And you had her daughter, her favorite daughter captured and is currently being held hostage and the plan was specifically to try to use that as leverage to like keep her from taking the field because were she to do so that would probably you know you know uh swing things pretty badly so she is standing here in this cathedral cathedral like structure and she is uh looking at the hole in the wall from which the rest of you are entering on a scale of one to ten, one being the least and ten being the most, how much do you love your daughter? Hi, I'm Martin, by the way. Chimed, I'm sure. <laughs> then Martin just evaporates. <laughs> like, <you know. laughs> she just <laughs> points and he explodes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, no. So you can see in her head like the wheels turning you can see a thousand grisly deaths for each of you just like flickering over her mind like you can you can like her eyes turn into like uh that like the the like viewfinder it's like and each one is a new like grisly evisceration of of your bodies and forms i didn't need that spleen (laughs) apparently i love her just enough to stay off of the battlefield to ensure her safety. Hostage taking. I can honestly say I didn't see that coming. Really? <laughs> You've been relatively predictable otherwise, but I didn't see that. Don't be mad. You seem mad. <laughs> I'm always mad. 
That's my secret. That's <laughs> that's my brand. Why are you looking at me? I already know. I'm thing. like, I never do the talking. Well, you, so you, I'm you, just waiting you, for Zen to <laughs> You didn't really answer the question. Like, I said on a scale of 1 to 10. And you said enough to stay off the battlefield. That doesn't Are you a mother, Gwendolyn? No. Not that I know of. Do you have any children in your life that you love? No. Do you look at any young people and see the future? Your legacy? No. That sounds really boring. Exactly the answer I would expect from someone who would ask me to quantify my love in numbers. It doesn't seem that hard. One to ten. It's sounding like a five. Just, just out of curiosity, what, what did you envision a future ruled by the glorious to look like for your daughter? You think that I intend to hand the world over to the glorious? The abomin- abominations from beyond the stars? Kind of where this whole thing's going. What was your <laughs> plan? Uh, it was a choice between that or you being dumb enough to ally yourself with them. And I, I guess until just this moment, I held you in at least a little bit of... with a little bit of regard. You think you're going to beat them? How is that going to work? Do you think you're the only ones who can defeat the Glorious? I mean, so far. There were legions of them, and they were defeated at last stand and shunted into the mirror worlds. You're not special. There are, what, two less, thanks to us? Oh, two. You've killed two. Yeah. That's very impressive. Thank you. <laughs> Have you killed any? A little, like, smirk plays o- over her face. So far, I've just seen you create them. I have used them as ingredients in my latest curse. For humanity, the very same curse that you ruined at Thistleberry Hollow. The curse that would have allowed humans and Fae to live in harmony until the end of time. The curse that would have wiped out half of all humans. The curse that you ruined was a curse of fear. The fear of trees. All humans who contract this curse would have obtained an irrational fear of trees and stayed away from the forests forever. Or they would have chopped all the trees down because that's what humans humans do. Humans don't do well with fear. A fear so potent that simply the sight of a tree could kill a human in a few minutes. Seems like doubling down on a strategy that hasn't been working for you for ever. I suppose then I should thank you for ruining this latest attempt. Well, apology accepted. <laughs> because tonight it ends. The way to the bones is open, and a change will be made for the first time in centuries, and a cap will be set on the hated kind. It's a much more permanent solution. But as you have my favorite daughter in custody, I shall not take the field as promised to your witch. I just wanted to lay eyes on you. You are so interesting, so unexpected. I have Billions of seeds in silos within my kingdom, ready to plant forests on every inch of this world if necessary. There's not going to be a world. Do you have any idea what the Glorious are? How, how is it that you could ally with them, that you could empower them while still fighting 
age-old grudges that are going to be meaningless in the face of what they're bringing us. What the hell is wrong with you? Seriously, seriously. He asks a good question. We'd all love to know. I see a tool, I use it. If the tool is within my power to control, I wield it. It's not. Have you ever heard that phrase, everything looks like a nail when all you have is a hammer? How does that apply to this situation? <laughs> I don't know, but it felt right. <laughs> you I'm are, following you. You're banging up, you're fucking up everything, trying to do this I see. So, other thing. So my grudge against the humans, I see the glorious, and since all I think about is my grudge against the humans, I see them as a weapon. There you go. Do you see how maybe that could be a bad idea? I don't. Okay, well. (laughs) But maybe I'm sick. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I'm warped. But whatever I am, they made me. I'm willing to risk it all to get rid of them. I just wonder. stay out of the fucking way tonight. We'll deal with you later. But I do wonder. I do wonder. Do you have it in you? Do you have it in you to hurt her? Yes. Persona check! <laughs> I'm not what you would call a likable person. <laughs> oh, that's helpful. So. That's helpful in this scenario, though. Vengeful, instinctive, and empathetic. Oof, vengeful double. Yeah. That's it, though. What's that? What about the other two? Oh, sorry. Wait, well, the other one was... Instinctive and empathetic. It's all emotions. Uh, you answered so quickly. Yeah. I think instinctive. I think empathetic would work against you. <laughs> so, but, uh, so not that one. Okay. Should be good. Uh, 25. Well, think on that. At a later date, then. Do we want to tell her that her daughter was running away from her? No. Just leave it? Okay. Hold on to that. Not yet. <laughs> right now she's in the love bubble and doing what we want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, well, in that case, well, since she was running away from me, then I disown her. And yeah, no, probably best to. Well, hold on to that for now. All right. So so she makes long, lingering, icy eye contact with Lavaline and finds an iron will to do whatever sick shit is required. Um gives her head a nod, almost with a little like bit of respect for the strength that she sees there, and then just with a gentle like gust of wind, um, the Queen of Spite vanishes, and uh, the way to the next <laughs> the way to the next floor is open and a staircase behind her. What a psycho! Jeez. She's kind of hot in a weird way. <laughs> oh, Isn't I the no. only one with that takeaway? Right. Oh god! Uh, I, I mean, I, I see it for sure. I'm not gonna act on it. It's no. just funny oh, to talk okay. about. Yeah, no, that before. I feel like it's the wooden legs for me. It's like apple, apple jack. <laughs> it's like I mean, like I know. It's, oh, that's it, definitely tracks. Yeah, so that's see, a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I. I didn't know that I could do this, but I pissed myself during that confrontation. <laughs> wow. Congrats. Yeah. Uh, Did you just, like, wood down yeah, there? Yeah. It's sort it's of apple a, juice. Yeah, it's Sap. sort of a juice. <laughs> it's a juice. <laughs> Sap. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but it was upsetting, but... Um, some of us can't come back, can't revive from, from mutilation and death, so that was scarier for, for some of us than others, just saying. Oh, I should have told her that she was the tool. Senator, <laughs> <laughs> oh my opportunity. god! Go back. You'll get her. Run on the back. Hey, hey. No. We'll get, get, get that bottle. Greedy lady. <laughs> bottle memory. Greedy lady. <laughs> the jerk store called, and they're out of you. Oh wow! Good the, one. Whoa, <laughs> the glorious art tools. Can't you are that the your tool. wooden legs don't catch on fire from that sick Martin burn. <laughs> god. Well, do, should we continue? Forward, I guess? We don't really have a choice. Yeah. 
oh, why do I feel like, why do I feel like there's a trap or something now? Wouldn't, you, wouldn't, wouldn't, doesn't it feel like something bad is about to happen? It always feels yeah. like that. Right. Oh, right. It's felt like that since we got here. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's not new. I'm so tired already. How do you people do this? I don't know. Cocaine. Cocaine. Oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> we both like to do cocaine. Clapton. Yeah. <laughs> How the fuck did Applejack do this for all those years? This is when you all find out that Martin's just been skiing the whole time. Skiing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Woo! <laughs> all right. So the stairs ahead lead up into like a strange void where on either side, just this glossy black darkness descends down from both sides, and you can see, like, the night sky spread out around you, and the staircase just ascends into into the void, into the, like, milky nebula, and then there's a little door ahead, and after, you know, a hundred or so of these glass stairs, you reach the salon. Mm. It has it has like runes above the door that mean like the salon or like place of rest or paradise. And the moment you pass the threshold into the salon, your injuries fade off of your body and your essences recover and, and all of your goodies reset mm-hmm. as um, um, this like paradisical place washes away all of your... Uh, pain. If, if video games have taught me anything, this is a very bad sign. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you want to go in? Shit, is that a white fog gate? Oh, <laughs> oh holy shit. Uh, yeah, and uh, and then it asks you if you want to save. It auto-saves. Um, this, this room is really big and kind of empty. Oh, Ooh. fuck. <laughs> and then it does that thing where it's like, hey, if you have any side quests you want to finish yeah. before you do go through now. this yeah. gate, do it now. Then it gives you a chest You're entering full. the end game. <laughs> In the salon, <laughs> which is really more of a beautiful, idyllic glen with a crystalline fountain in the center and like sort of a spiral, like a little spiral river that goes out from it amid beautiful mossy mounds and lounging on them are a myriad of um, young women in like silver or like spider webby kind of gowns with long blonde hair or or long red locks, you know, and they look so happy and and paradisical, just sleeping and laying around and like just sort of lounging and giggling with each other, braiding each other's hair and playing like cat's cradle and stuff. Do Maybe they like- not know there's a war? <laughs> yeah, and uh, apparently none of the like Should we ask them? Shaking of the tower or anything Reaches here. It doesn't seem to bother bother them at all. Tell them. Hey, ladies. <laughs> Hello, young man. Uh, hi, I'm Martin. Um, I don't know if you. Are she immediately a- puts like a daisy oh. laurel, like a, what are the a daisy? What do they call those daisy, daisy chain? chain? Yeah, like floral crown. like a little floral crown. You know, I'm one on your head a- as you're talking. Yeah, awesome, cute, pretty, love it. <laughs> um. Do you know there's uh, a siege, a war happening outside? The tower has been under attack before. Nothing to worry about. You're safe here. Lay down in the grass with us. Don't do that. Well, I start getting down. Okay, but like... So your your hand touches the soft moss and it's like all of your worries start to like ebb out through your palm. Thinking with his dick again. Xanador, Xanador, can you tell if there's um, spells? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there's spells. Gonna go ahead and say, yeah, there's spells. He doesn't like do any like magic stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You guys, I think... You all should take a load off. No. Nope. Like, <laughs> so the the women, however, look at the spot that your hand has touched, and the moss is starting to die and wither and like mm-hmm. turn black. Oh, good. Now you're gonna aggro the whole harem. God damn it. Why is that happening? They just look at you with like sadness in their eyes. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna go. This. Yeah. Um. Sorry about. About- Alevra, we have guests. Come over here. No, no. They mm. wave to someone like just on the other side of that like crystalline fountain, who is uh, 
taking small objects like glowing stones and stuff and putting them into like a bag. It looks like she's packing her things. And the woman, the young woman from earlier, the spitting image of Lavaline the, with the the swan feathers and uh, the same dark hair and luminous eyes like looks up and sees all of you. Oh shit. I don't want to talk to them. Why don't you want to talk to us? Yeah, we're chill. She just sets her jaw and keeps going about gathering up her personal effects. Can we talk to you, even if you don't want to talk to us? Everyone is free to do as they please in the salon. How libertarian. I'm doing my best Lavaline impression. <laughs> Go ahead, Lavaline. Wait, yeah, that's Lavaline. your impression of Lavaline? Just, just get Cold, started, yeah. mean. I find it best to start with, hey, I'm, and insert your name. You got this. I know who she is. Oh. Well. Hey, this is Lavely. <laughs> you have a lot in common. She's your mom. <laughs> I know that. I'm no fool. And I know exactly how I came to be here. How exactly did you come to be here? You traded me for your freedom. Oh, yes. To escape a loveless, horrible marriage, you traded me to a monster man in the wall. Okay, so you do have the (laughs) truth. Okay, well, in her defense, you were just an egg. Yeah, you were an egg, and she didn't even know if you would be born, because it's not common that... But didn't she? Really, didn't you think that that was the most likely outcome if the little man in the wall was willing to trade for me? No. That guy's an idiot. That guy, I mean, that is kind of, is kind of an idiot. Who I dealt with. I, I hold up the bag. <laughs> <laughs> thrashing around. Good God! I almost killed myself for you Zender people and you punches. still treat me like shit! Shush. Sin. You got this, lovely. I will acknowledge there was always a possibility that you would form, but it was by no means a guarantee. And the second that I found out, I have been doing nothing but trying to find you again. She has been. Really been taking your sweet time, haven't you? Well, old... some of that's our fault. How no, old no. am I now? 13? Oh, that, that was uh, artificial. That does sound like something that mother would do. How long has it like been? Like six months? Yeah, like, it's been like not four ever. or five. Yeah, four yeah. or five months, yeah. Uh, you, you, should, you should be less than six months old. You should probably still be an egg. Yes, I, and that had been my hope. Well, you would I never have to know. Assure you, I have lived a long thirteen years trapped in this tower. Then you should have a little bit more sympathy. Ooh, okay, let's walk it back. I know you're new as a mom. <laughs> she's thirteen. This is not gonna go well. I'm telling you, she, but you're doing great. She's basically a psychopath. She has no empathy. <laughs> Girl fights. Maybe you should make it clear that we're here to rescue her. That you love her. You got this, Lavaline. Yeah. We believe in you. We love you. Let those maternal instincts kick in. Be nice for five fucking minutes. (laughs) Even two minutes. (laughs) Maybe one sentence of of mother's kindness. (laughs) I don't have the milk. Just keep lowering the fucking bar. Eventually, it's gonna be just don't stab her at any point. I don't have the milk of mother's kindness anymore. Yeah, she just keeps putting her things. She puts a silver mirror and like a bunch of books and a pack. Don't need milk. It's a quote, Senator. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know that if you ever read anything. I've read lots well, of- if you ever watched Arrested Development, you oh. would know that. <laughs> I will admit that your beginning years were unfair to you, and I am trying to fix it. And as I've said, the second I had the means, I've gathered a party and have been trying to find you. And there has been a lot of battles along the way. 
and I have considered every one of them worth it just to find you again. Aww. Nice. Well, here I am. <laughs> you did it. Quest complete. And then a golden wow, like she's a, bitch. a golden <laughs> line like strikes through the uh like the the thing in your mental quest log. And... She scowls at that. Oh, that always feels so good. We still have to get out. And also avoid your father. What makes you think that I want to leave? Well, you are packing, and... I am packing to go to the tower top to help grandmother with her great work. That's super not your grandmother. I know it isn't my actual grandmother. She raised me. Well, she, like, put a weird spell on you and slowed time for you and trapped you here for 13 years to you, but it was only, like, six months to everybody else. It's a little manipulative, don't you think? Uh, she time. does have she does have the uh, the inside on manipulative grandmothers. Yeah, I yeah I have one of those. I just killed her. Do you know what her, <laughs> <laughs> her eyebrows like shoot up? I'm uh, unpacking a lot of. Tr- it was an accident. It was no. not that big blur. <laughs> a lot's changing around here. So she glances at that silver mirror that she just packed. Like its handle is like sticking out of the bag. And then looks back over at you. What's that? Uh, nothing. I just... Can I see it? I actually... I saw some of what transpired between you and the chipmunk. Yeah, that's my grandma. She loved me too. And wanted to protect me so intensely that she harmed me, I don't think, without even really realizing what she was doing. And that's been my situation my whole life, so I really do understand what you're going through. That's, it's a real complicated relationship. Persona check! I want to use do no harm, empathetic... Mm-hmm. Double empathetic. Okay. This might be a stretch, but I'd like Great. to use brave because um, I'm being emotionally vulnerable, being emotionally vulnerable and not even that I'm being brave, but that I want to call on her to be brave and oh. like believe in something outside I like of all it. she Good knows. job. Okay. So that's is 21. Very nice. So she grabs onto the silver mirror and hands it, hands it to you. It'll help you hold on to the good times. And as it like touches your hand, you see like a f- like flare in it, and you can see Grandma Nin sitting across from baby, uh, uh, baby Gwendolyn, and the two of them are like kneading kneading dough, and uh, baby baby Gwendolyn is making like a mess. And Grandma Nin like laughs, and one of the like little peanuts she was holding in her cheek falls out, and the two of them laugh about that. And um, so it just shows you like a really beautiful, happy memory. It used to be good. It used to be so good. Don't getting drop older, me, Queenie. Getting older really <laughs> sucks, and realizing that the people who love you and care for you are also human, and that makes them, or well, not necessarily human, Fallible, but like people. Mortal. And it makes them... In Faritol, I love that they use human to mean, like, Super fallible. fallible, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they fuck up trying yeah. to do what's right by us, and it really messes us up. It sucks. We have to stop her. I know. I know. I know. She's... She's tampering with things she shouldn't be tampering with. It's not that. I mean, it is that, but it's... Do you know what she's trying to do? Specifically? Exactly? Stop the humans? Mm-hmm. Do you know how? I don't know. Taking away their power? Her spell I... is going to murder half of them. Half of all of them. Grandmother should never have gotten in league with someone named the Queen of Spite. It doesn't... It doesn't seem... It was sort of a red flag. This is very tall. <laughs> Names mean things. When we had, yeah, when we had the Queen of Spite over for banquet, I, yeah, that sort of struck me as like a possible warning sign of something bad to come. 
your grandma was really vulnerable to her uh, promises. When people are desperate, they'll take all kinds of help. <laughs> we have sometimes from the most unexpected places. We've done some things we're not too proud of either to get here and get to you and hopefully. Yeah, I've been lying to these broken. guys for months <laughs> to get yeah, their help. Yeah. She has. She definitely has. Your mom's not perfect either. So wait, you... Uh, yeah. But we so, love her. We love so her. So wait, all yeah. of you just walk around relying on each other and lying to each other at the same time? Some of us lie. Pretty much nailed us, it. Wow. Yeah, Pretty there's much been a lot it. of lies. Some of us try not to I lie. I sleep great at night, and everything's been going good. Um, so... It's I a saw a demon tell you that he assembled you out of murdered women's parts. And Listen, it's it not perfect makes out a lot there of sense either. Okay. Yeah. Have there been a lot of lies? Yes. Has there also been a lot of love? Yes. yes. And we're at a point of a you, lot of trust. You people love each other? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Whatever that means. I'd trust these, these fools with my life. You love me. <laughs> and you can, you can yeah. join us. You can be a part of this. We're a family. <laughs> she takes a step back. There's something else, though. Your your mother is trying, li- quite literally, trying to save the world. She's a hero, and so yeah, she lied to us. Yeah, there's been a, there's been some, a few lies. A bit of mystery. Heroes but what she was doing in trying to why she lied to us was for you. To get to you. And that's something that we understood. And that we forgave. Mm-hmm. And never undermined our trust in her commitment to what we're all trying to accomplish. She saved my life on this journey. Mine too. Mine three. Kicks me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And they threatened to murder me. Shut up. They threatened to slip me up gill to gizzards. Several times. We'll get to you. For selling you. I I have so many broken ribs. So she goes to she goes to respond. And then like her eyes furrow a little bit. Does it feel hot? And then then (laughs) then there is an explosion. Everyone, please. A, this is a grit defense roll. So the side of the tower explodes in flame and light, and heat sweeps in, scarring the uh, paradisical surrounds. Rock and stone oh, and debris and fire and shrapnel spray into the room in a deadly oh, yeah. deluge. Um, shards of molten rock singed with dragon fire. Biggest spears come hurtling into the room as shrapnel. 13. 10. 20. 14. Uh, 18, I think. <laughs> Zenitor is the only one who evades. Wait, she rolled a 20. a 20. Oh, 20. Oh, oh, I was like, oh, really? Wait, you hit a 20. You hit. Uh... She didn't roll an at 20, but she no, hit 20. No, but I got. No, but you hit, you hit 20. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With okay. Her I actually hit 22. Oh. 20 uh, as well. All right. So 20 plus. You can choose to try to grab someone out of the way uh-huh. or protect someone. <laughs> this uh-huh. this um, might lead to you taking damage instead, or uh, basically you can put yourself in at risk uh, uh, for somebody else. I think we need our wizard, so I would. Prefer he made if, it. If, I know, so I don't want him to put himself at risk. To try to save someone else. Let him do whatever. No, I want to save the girl. Oh yeah, save the girl. What, was right, well, then you can save me. Yeah, Val, still feeling real bad about uh, Grandma Nin. <laughs> it, it, it had to happen. Yeah, yeah. She's no. like, are we good? You can fucking fly. Cool? You're half demon, so. All right. Huh? Those of you, those of you who succeeded and tried. <laughs> yeah, uh, those of you who succeeded and tried to uh, protect somebody else, make a percentage check. Go, 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 go. Ooh. Oh, no. It's cool. You want to roll low. Low, low is good, right? Low is good, yeah. This is one. <laughs> nah, cool. this Se- is luck. Yeah, 79. 
All right. So Val sweeps her cloak around in a spiral pattern and absorbs all of the, like, dragon shards that are going to pepper she and Gwen. (laughs) And uh, they just sink into into the cloak, which devours them. Mm. Um, And uh, Xenator gets a spike through the back of the head that, like, comes out one of his eyes. (laughs) All right. Three trauma. You are impaled. But did I protect her? Yep. So you put your body in front of her. And this, like, shield in between the two of you. And it it punctured through the shield and hit you in the back of the head. It comes out. One of your eyes is now dangling down onto your cheek. Ew. Um, Oh, hey, is this an AoE? uh, Yep. Does that trigger a power thing? What's AoE? I have not had a chance to use this since, like, the first session. Yeah, I also don't know what that is. Attack. uh, Attack, Area of effect. Area of effect attack, yeah. Oh, look how cool it's, he is. It's short. It's short. It's, it's RPG shorthand, yeah. Yeah, I know. He just, like, knows what's up. Mm, oh, okay. say, are you? Mm. I got something for this. Casual. Mm. I'm cool. I'm Zenador. Yeah, if I could find <laughs> it without bringing the game to a complete standstill. That's okay. Uh, it's a little late for that, Josh. <laughs> yeah, you... I stopped us to shit, so we're okay. Um, Aaron makes us all look better. Yeah. Aaron, fix it. It's called Flash Barrier. Yeah. Um... Actually, you know what? Even after all that, I think it's cooler if I take the thing to the head. Look at that. Look at him put just... Now who's manipulating? Classic Xenator. (laughs) You know, I could, but I choose. There's going to be some super fan who's like wondering, he should have played his Flash Barrier. That was a misplay. You're being ridiculous. We don't have any super (laughs) Yeah, no, no, no. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. It's going to be Tony. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If anyone, it's going to be Tony. We all know. Okay, you said three three body, right? Three trauma. Oh, three just straight trauma. Yep. So it is a it's a it's an injury called impaled. Okay. Ouch. Oh, but you. (laughs) So she's like like in your shadow, looking up at you at the chunk of rock that went through your head. And for just a second, she suddenly looks really young. Like, oh, she was talking a big game, but fear and her all of her downy feathers have, like, kicked out and making her look much rounder and younger and, and more, like, vulnerable. Um, she was talking a big game, but she's still just a little kid. Oh. And the smoke and rock clears, and... It's okay. It's gonna be okay. The dragon flame, like, licks around the corner... And striding out of the smoke and debris and ash, it's Queen Bevel. Uh, she pulls the visor of her helmet up and inspects the interior of the room. And there's, uh, like, glitter in the air behind her as uh, the magical transportation spell is just evaporating. Royal blood. And it's you. I so hoped I had found him. But now I am fairly certain I will never see him again. Awkward. You lied to me. Well, I feel like I worded that very carefully so I didn't lie. Lavaline, we were friends. Were we friends? Yes. You said yourself you knew and you did nothing. So, the murder of my son was payback. It was revenge for my inaction. You give your parenting too much credit. That man was a monster. So you admit it. My last heir. My only chance. <laughs> Is that truly all you care about? My legacy? You lose your, yeah, you, you lose your children and you have decided that a legacy is more important? I am responsible for thousands and thousands of people. I can see what you're doing with that responsibility as she gestures to the army fighting outside. It was you and your group that brought us here that lured us to the Briar Tower. Don't think I don't know what you did to them in that treaty. He's a madman. You used him to drag these armies here. What? He made all of his own choices. I have done everything in my power to avoid him. I 
will have justice for what was taken from me. This debt will be paid, and it will be paid now. Where's her justice for what was taken from her? There's a curse going on upstairs that's going to murder half of no the No one is asking you anything, wizard! Maybe you should, though. I'll just one more time say we have moments to stop a curse that will murder half of humanity. That still currently includes you. Hmm. And all of those subjects that you profess to care so much about. I have had enough of your lies and manipulation. Could I theoretically Kill her? shoot an arrow super quickly without her noticing? I want to shoot um, shoot her into another plane of existence for three rounds. Then we can just like go because <laughs> I'm over it. That's a She's not seeing reason. Pew. Yeah, I don't want to do this. Later. And just. <laughs> All right, we gotta run. <laughs> I mean, not just, I, as much as it, do it. it. I, 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 I fucking love I think it. That's great. I think that's fantastic. Do it. We, yeah, we do not amazing. have. Uh, I was about to just say yeah, we don't have time for this shit. So yeah, if we're gonna fight, time. if we're gonna fight, let's fight. <laughs> All right. So, um, I'm like, sorry, your shitty son is old news. We don't have time for this. Boring. Yeah, boring now. <laughs> What's his name again? We also? killed Eric Trump once. We do it again. <gasps> oh, yeah, holy shit! Kingdom. Don't say that in game. <laughs> I wasn't. We are in game. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Wait, what was his name again? By the way, I don't remember. We murdered him. I don't remember. Eoric, right? Oh, right. Eoric. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Urethra. Urethra. Right. right. Yeah, I, I, I would have known him. I will leave this tower with royal blood one way or another. Yeah, you have royal you, blood, so just leave. I will spill the royal blood of yours if you continue this. So then, a small voice just behind Xenator. Then take mine. What? I have royal blood. I am the daughter of Lavaline and King Dem. No. You said you don't have time for this, and I would really like a way out of this tower. We are getting you a way out of this tower. We fought our way in, and we're going to fight our way back out. I watched in the mirror. I know what you did. I know what happened with his... The wedding, and... She looks at Lavaline and says, I see a way out for myself, and I'm going to take it. Take me back. Take me back to Alembra. Say that I am the say that I am the daughter of Eoric and Jane in the Fey Forest and and pass me off as your heir. It will work. I have royal blood. And she runs from the other side of Zenator like waving like to to the queen who looks down at her. No, absolutely not. Weren't we going to shoot the queen into yeah, another plane I, of existence? Is that still happening? Joel, what do we need to do to make All right, so roll initiative. Roll initiative. Let's do it. 14. 11. 13. 8. 13. Bevel is going to go at 15. Okay, yeah. Yeah, instigator. Okay. Okay, so... Uh, at the beginning of this encounter, Alevra is running towards uh, Bevel, and Bevel is looking like shocked, and Lavaline is screaming, "No, you can't!" And uh, now, Val, you're up. So she takes out the witch hair bow. Um, she's going to use the um, thin existence, mm-hmm. which so there's a hundred percent chance that the character struck by this arrow will. Fade into another realm for three rounds. So she right. just wants to you get rid of. dock the arrow or... and and put it on the thinnest spider silk string and snap it out. All right, her guard is ten. Um, I think Zenator is yelling, "Don't! I don't want you to stop!" Right, but, right. But, but, but Zenator is like, "Wait, wait, don't!" Yeah, I love I love those moments. Like this would be one of those moments where everything is slow motion mm-hmm. and there's lots of cuts to all the different characters. It cuts to Lavaline and she's screaming, yeah. and Val is knocking the arrow, and Gwen is like throwing her hands up on top of her head, and Martin is just staring there, like completely blind. Hi, I'm Martin. Hi, I'm Martin. Don't shoot. So. 
So the accuracy is 13. All right, so 13 minus 10 is 3. So you need to roll a 7 or higher. Okay, I rolled a 7. Oh, Thank hell God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was All right. tell me this math and we're down. All right, I hate to tell you that you had 60% magic resistance, so you're going to have to roll 40 or lower on 100. We're really good at those. <laughs> <laughs> Got to take those spell pen feats. Damn it. 76. Mm. All right. The arrow strikes her in the shoulder. How much damage do you do? <laughs> we got to deal with this fact. 20. Okay. Uh, plus, how many power do you have left after using that one? Five. Uh, all right. So, 45 damage. All right. So, that arrow still hits her in the shoulder like a fucking thunderbolt. Uh, throws her shoulder back. Blood sprays in the air. Uh, her blood is red, tinged with bl- like traces of blue as it... The royal blood sprays into the air. Fuck. So Elevra is running towards her, step after step. Bevel just got hit hard in the shoulder. Instinctively, her sword comes out of its sheath, flings in the air. There is a flash, and the so- the blade goes up underneath Elevra's fucking throat. Yeah, so Bevel like stops her blade right underneath... Uh, the young girl's chin. Uh, okay, who's next? I think it's me, right? Mm-hmm. What did you get? I got 14. 14? You're next. Um, is there plant life in this room? There is. Okay. Then it's I- like, remember, there's all that, like, not around her. There's, like, ash and stuff around her because the fire burned it all away. Um, oh, so I couldn't? Oh, you want to do the entangling thing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know what? There might be enough vegetation left under that ash. Under I'll try. Plant. I'm going to try. I'm going to target the ground around her and cast um, Verdant Lightning. All right. Numbing. Electricity right. channels through you and and nearby allies spreading numbness. Great. So it just like... Anyone within two spaces, or me and another ally within two spaces lose one mind. Gotcha. Who's closest to me? Val. Okay. Only <laughs> fair. Because uh, she blocked you from the damage. Uh, all right, roll a percentage check. 14. Hey, okay, so Did vines... I want to roll low? Yeah. Okay, good. So vines lash <laughs> up know. around her arms and legs and uh, restrain and entangle her. So she's now, like, straining against the, uh, against the vines. And, uh, yeah, it's, like, rooted in place. Mm-hmm. So, Martin, are we... Are we trying to make an escape here? I think everyone's trying to do different things here. Yeah, this is a fucking practice. <laughs> I think you're right. Oh, I just trapped her. Is that bad? No, no, I think, no. Just No, it's great. The scene is very exciting. We're all doing different things and I love it. Yeah. It, it, how could you possibly be on the same page in this moment? It's wild. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. You did great. Xenador's yelling, wait, 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 calm down. I love this. We have appeal to violence. We have... Uh, appeal to calm, like just nobody move. Yeah. Like let's all just hold still. <sighs> and I love it. It's it's we're all over the place. So sword still under Lavaline's daughter's. Yeah, neck. Oh, it's under Alevra's neck. Yes. I'm going to try to pull her out of the way. Yeah, she's okay. not. Yeah, I'm she... going to try to. Yeah, I'm going to try to like shoot my hands out and just you know uh, gotcha. rubber band her, spring her back. Towards, towards the oh, party. you're going to try to like grab her with your with extendo arms. Yeah. Ah, okay. Okay, so Queen Bevel actually like held her attack, uh, like on a, a ready action. So as your hands flick out, like stretch Armstrong out towards her, her blade like flicks left and right. Um, and uh, so you need to make a uh, a guard difficulty <laughs> uh, thirteen check. Oof, Jesus. Nah, that's, that's all right. Um, all right. Well, definitely failed. <laughs> oh. All right. Yeah, you said difficulty 13? Yeah. So, yeah, that was a straight zero for me. Oh. <laughs> all was said and done. Uh, okay, so... Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, so the blade sings in the air as it slices through through your your palms and wrists keeping your arms away from her uh, and uh, you take eight body damage. Oof. Well, that puts me down to zero. Hmm. 
At zero? Yep. Okay, so you don't get these severed hands of, or severed hand affliction. All right, that brings it to me, right? Yep. I'll, I'm going to use my wizard. Well, it's, it's my turn, actually. Ah, Lavaline. Oh, okay. Okay, because what I was going to do, do was Whatever attack. You... I was going to attack Bevel. Do it. You know, right? the one who was attacking my daughter. Not my daughter, bitch. Zenador <laughs> <laughs> is yelling, wait, everyone calm down. Got no! <laughs> Gwen is just screaming. Screaming. Yeah! All right. Uh, Lavaline, her guard is 10. Okay, I'm just going to use my sharpened silver toes because I really like that it's personal. Okay, so I need a 7. Okay. That's not so bad. It's not bad, but last time didn't go so well. Poor William, guys. <laughs> R.I.P. William, guys. My buddy. Credit! Shit. (laughs) All right, so Lavaline pirouettes, kicks in the air, and um, hits the back of Bevel's hand. The sword flings up into the air, spinning and spiraling, and uh, sticks into the like stone of the uh, the at the base of that crystalline fountain, and um, yeah, just a single drop of blood like moves down from uh, down Elevra's throat. And uh, where it just sort of pricked her. And it is blue. Mm. It is bright blue. And he realized that that's what Bevel was checking for. You bitch. And she turns and looks at you just with like, just desperation and like, like kind of a crazed look in her eyes. But you have disarmed her. And then when something sharp stabs into your side... And you turn and look down, expecting to see, like, Bevel's, like, dagger or dueling dagger. It's not, is it? It isn't. You it's are the not sharp, fucking around. It is the sharp silver toe of your daughter, Elevra, jabbed into your side. And she has tears streaming down her face, and she's gritting her teeth. And she goes, get away from her! And she shoves you back, blood, like, trickling out of a small wound in your side. She's my way out! She's my way out! All right, <laughs> Zenitor's turn. Um. All right, I will Wizard's Whisper. I actually thought about acting unilaterally, but I'm gonna Wizard's Whisper. So that stops time, and we can talk. Uh, Lavaline. We need to let her go. I just got her back. I can't let her go. Fighting now is gonna push her away forever. If you love her, let her make this choice. Reach out to her when we're out of here. We've got a curse to stop. We've got we've got work to do still. You came to free her. That's been accomplished. Can't just give her to Bevel. You can't to- make this choice for her. She's like six months old. Why are we listening to her? And also that kid is a brat. <laughs> really pissed off at her. She's making some bad choices. And that's coming from me, mm-hmm. the queen of bad choices. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Arbor Applejack just like looks sad. You of all people should want the girl to choose for herself. No, she's tagging along with this gang of fools here and we're finishing this. I'm with Lavaline. We've seen what Bevel does to her kids. <laughs> She's going to fuck her up in, like, two days. She's going to be an endless psychopath. Yeah, and also passing her off as Jane's and York's is a terrible plan. She is a swan. She was born in the Fae Woods. People will believe it. They'll believe anything. Senator! Well, unbeknownst to you, that was, like, something she was kind of holding on to. Being like, she physically looks like me, not them, me, and, like, that was always going to be my hold on her, and then you just destroyed that. Wow. Way to go, Xanatora. I just destroyed it? You yep. did. It was good. It was good. Yeah. That, that, like, it that, means in, that it's ephemeral. Not to mention, the wizard could change her appearance. She could pluck her feathers out. There's um, and, if, and, in fact, it might send that crashing down on Lavaline that, like, if Dem had gotten her back... He would have erased any, like, claim you had to her, right? Yeah, he's really good at that. Mm-hmm. 
look, you can still, you can still b- rebuild your relationship with her, but we, you can't, we just can't do it right now. And she's right. She gets out of here. She gets to safety. Bevel, say what you will. She'll protect her against them. Probably. I heard what you said, Kathy. <laughs> Leaving Dem and his army alone to face the Fae and making the likelihood of him dying way higher. You Machiavellian thing. Well, so Kathy is Kathy Machiavellian. Kathy is considering yeah, yeah. that, yes. Lovely, and I want your permission to cast a spell. What spell? Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> A spell that will end this and let her go for now. Don't listen to him, Lavaline. It's probably really tough. <laughs> oh, oh, God, his floppy wrists. Andy's doing a lot of physical comedy with his severed wrist that you can't see here. I know. We've got your back. Oh, so much blood. You just got so much blood on her. Sick. All right, so the, the wizard's whisper flashes through all of your minds. Allowing emotions and yelling and (laughs) all of that to happen in an instant. And then Lavaline being shoved away from Bevel. Zenitor is chanting and you can see like crumbling brick dust starting to form up between where you're standing and where uh, Elevra is standing. So with a final glance towards where she knows Dem's army is, uh, she looks back at uh, Queen Bevel and like her face hardens uh, and she does not look at her daughter again, but says, um, just make sure that you serve her better than you have your previous children. Or I swear by everything above and below, your throne will be the last thing that you need to worry about. And then Pig's Wall comes up. <laughs> it smashes up. And the last thing you, the last thing you hear, uh, so Elevra like disappears behind mm-hmm. this brick wall. You hear Bevel's fist smashing into the side of it. Cracks start to appear in it, and the wind picks up in the room, sweeps across uh, the ashen floor where the dragon fire exploded the interior of the room. Bevel and she disappear inside of the roar of the wind, and as the uh, pig's wall collapses inward under the force of it, a single white feather flutter, like smaller than your own, flutters down towards you from where Alevra was. Upon Tower Top, the Briar Witch tangled magic around the throat of a would-be assassin until there was a satisfying crack. She then wearily began pulling the daggers out of her back. Mother, the most familiar of voices said from the gloom of the chamber behind her. Do you need a hand dislodging those daggers? A few look like they might be hard to reach. The witch hacked up black sap and spit. You've given me all the practice in being stabbed in the back one could ever need. As her daughter moved into the light, the Briar Witch could not help but feel pride at how beautiful, confident, and strong her daughter was. The Tower's enchantments have fallen. Why did you not take this opportunity to escape? Rapunzel shook her head and set her gaze. The Witch knew that look. Must we do this dance again? Her daughter's face contorted. No, mother. No, we must not. You can be done with this madness. You can stop this. This is too far even for you. The Briar Witch did not disagree that the plan she, the Queen of Spite, and their glorious advisors had concocted was madness. To alter the bones of the world, this had only been done a handful of times, and always at titanic cost. However, mad times needed mad answers. It is beyond the pale, I admit, but you've seen the paths they are laying. Mankind is a mad dog, and I will put it down and muzzle it. Zell, her sweet Zell, looked at her with disgust, which hurt. 
and pity which hurt more. You think I don't see you. You think I don't know how personal this is. You play the wise woman doing the hard thing, but we both know your motives. The witch's eyes moved over her beautiful daughter to the elaborate knots of her hair. That lovely hair. That hair that was the masterpiece of her spellcraft. The hair that had become a true thing of legend. Why would she not wear her hair down? She tangled and knotted it, hiding her past, choking it out in braids and buns. Why shouldn't I hate them? One of their princes stole in and made off with your innocence, your virtue, your loyalty, like a thief in the night. They turned you on me. Me who loves you with no condition and no question. You were all I had. The mothers, we ruled the world with wisdom and patience and they stole it. Stole it from us, hunted us and burned us. And when I fled, made something beautiful for myself. Away from all others, they snuck in and they took that too. So now I will take from them. Take and take and take. One in every three will go to dust. And their wombs will become heavy with child, but the birth will not come. For a cue has formed to enter the world. A death will allow a birth. For mankind is a toxin, and the realms above and below can only sustain so much of its poison presence. My curse will ring out. In all our many conflicts, I've not managed to talk you down once, Rapunzel said sadly. Still, I feel I have to try. Lightning and flame crackled in the sky. Mother and daughter each thrust a deadly arcane gesture at one another. Between them the magic caught the force-breaking stone. And space, and for an instant even time. The shockwave from above curled the clouds into a funnel and showered the battlefield below in stones of solidified sky. The briar witch smiled, a crooked smile as her daughter's hair, long and fair, came loose and billowed beautifully in the mad winds. Thanks for listening to Could Have Been Heroes, production and editing by Aaron Schoenrock. Theme song by Bo Hoover, and cover art by me, Robert Knudsen. Could Have Been Heroes is an entirely independent podcast, so if you like the show, please subscribe and review. For exclusive content and hands-on Faritol access, head to patreon.com forward slash cbhpod. Tune in next week for more adventures, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at cbhpod, and check out our website, couldhavebeenheroes.com.